here's what I've learned. I don't know how to say it other than just to say, if you're not reading your Bible, you're missing out. And your Christianity is going to be weak. When I'm close to God and I'm spending time with God and reading God's word, I have a whole different approach to life. When I'm not, I don't have the strength and the resiliency. I just don't. And it's not some kind of magical thing like I put in my five minutes this morning, God's going to bless me. It's more like when you're reading your Bible, you're at peace, you're connecting, you're learning, you're growing in Jesus. You've got to do that. Just like no one else can breathe for you or eat for you, no one else can connect with God for you. You've got to do that for yourself. You've got to, got to, got to. Start small. But please, I'm begging you, start reading your scriptures. Start in the gospel. I wouldn't suggest you start in Revelation or Habakkuk or some difficult prophet. I would suggest you start just learning about Jesus. Read through Paul's letters. They're fantastic. Today, we're going to drop in on a letter that Paul wrote to Timothy. It's in 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we're going to start in verse 15. Here's what it says. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. He's speaking directly to Timothy, really commending him about how Timothy has been. Like in verse 10, it says, you followed my teachings, my way of life, my faith. And then here he says, from the time you were little, since you were a little boy, you've known the scriptures. Which is really an accolade for his mom and grandma. Mm -hmm. There's never too soon to start teaching our children scriptures. Yeah, It's fun. As adults, sometimes someone will say something, two or three words phrase, and they will finish it with a scripture. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance... What is it the Mandalorian says? Mm -hmm. This is the way. This is the way. And our daughter always finishes with, walk ye in it, because she has heard that scripture of that you will hear a voice behind you that says, this is the way, walk ye in it. Yeah. So it's never too early to start putting those scriptures in Mm -hmm. the mind. Mm -hmm. Now, why are scriptures valuable? Well, listen to what Paul says in the end of verse 15. Right. That from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able Mm -hmm. to make you wise for salvation. salvation. That's why we need to be studying the Scriptures. Right. The whole book, Old and New Testament, are intended as a primer to help us get saved. Be saved. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, that's not the whole verse. Right. Read it in your translation. And how from infancy you have known the holy writings, which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So here's a verse that could be a standalone replacement for everything else. Yeah. It's like, this is where you'll find what you need for salvation. And by the way, what you need is, is faith, faith in, in Jesus. Jesus Christ. The whole Bible is this huge treasure trove of things that will help to build your faith mm-hmm, in Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering why you should have faith in Jesus, you'll find that answer in the Bible. If you're looking for what's the right thing to do in any given situation, you'll find that answer in the Bible. If you're interested to know what's coming, What the future holds, you'll find that in the Bible. If you're looking for the answer to, where did I come from? How did I get here? Why am I here? You'll find those answers Mm -hmm. in the Bible. 
you'll find the answer to what's right and wrong in the Bible. It's an incredible, powerful book. But the most important thing you'll find in the Bible is how do I get out of this world alive? I was going to say the most important thing you can find in the Bible is Jesus. Well. <laughs> Which is getting out of this world alive. Yeah. So that's the prelude to one of the most valuable verses telling us where do the scriptures come from. Mm -hmm. I mean, did a, did a bunch of people sit down in a room somewhere and come up with all these stories? The Bible was written by over 40 different authors. Some kings, some farmers, mm. some sheep herders, mm -hmm. some... Fishermen. Fishermen, doctor, uh, a fig farmer. Yes, there's a fig farmer. That wrote some stuff in here. All kinds of things. Written by 40 people over a period of 2,000 years. Yeah. Yeah, this book is not one of your ordinary compilations, a bunch of things from different authors. This book is one consolidated whole. And whether you're reading Paul or Obadiah, you're going to find that they are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's this harmony in the Gospels that is unthinkable. Mm -hmm. So, who really wrote the Bible? Mm. 40 different humans? Nope. If we read verse 16, 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Mm. There's this beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, many times referred to as wind or breath, ruach, which is the Hebrew word for spirit, is breath. So many translations will say all scripture is God-breathed. So just picture it. God, God the Holy Spirit, breathing out the word of God mm -hmm. because you can't speak a word without breathing out. That's true, yeah. So literally the origin of the message comes from God mm -hmm. and it is spoken out through the one who has inspiration or mm -hmm. the breath of God in them. That would be the 40 different writers. Who's the author of the Bible? Without doubt, God. God. Who are the scribes <laughs> or the mouthpieces? Humans. Yeah. So what is the Bible good for? It's going to tell us. It says it's profitable for doctrine. Mm -hmm. That's the teachings. Mm -hmm. The things that God is or isn't. That's doctrine. For reproof. That's for telling us where we've gone wrong. Mm -hmm. For correction. That's telling us how to fix it. Mm-hmm. And for instruction in righteousness, that's telling us what to do right. Mm -hmm. So this is like a GPS, God's positioning system, where your lifestyle that will bring God honor. Right. Because we are God's masterpiece. Created in Christ Jesus. Jesus to good works. So we are made to have good works. Yeah. Well, We're supposed to. That's what the fruit, of, that's what the fruit when, when God says produce fruit, when Jesus says that, that's what he wants. He wants us to have fruit. We're to do good things. Yes. But when it comes to salvation, salvation is by faith in, in Jesus. And then when we know Jesus, we are drawn to him. We can see his ways. We can see where we don't line up with his ways and we can correct our course. Beautiful. I love that. Verse 16 doesn't get us saved. Right. But could I say it keeps us saved? Could I say that if we totally ignore the scriptures in the sense of what it teaches us to do, that that could cost us our relationship with God? Bit by bit, we are in our lives either living a life of faith and walking with Christ, or we're not. 
And so the danger is that if we have doctrines that teach us things against God, that could sever our connection. If we don't listen to the Bible's reproof of a selfish heart, we could let our selfish heart lead us away from Jesus. Salvation is always going to be just and only through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You're counseled to get up out of the ditch. That's reproof. You're, you're, you're told you're in the ditch. <laughs> yeah, it's recalculating. You know, for correction, that's telling you how to stay on the road. And for instruction in righteousness, that's telling you what direction to head. Yeah. yeah. So God hasn't left us without everything we need to get where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Where is it we want to go? That's the end of verse 15. Salvation. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Because verse 17 tells us what the teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness is for. That the person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. Uh So that's not for salvation. We don't have the teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness to be saved. Right. We have the training and reproof and correction and training in righteousness equipping us to do God's good work here. Okay. That's not okay. to be saved. We are okay. saved in Jesus. Well, <laughs> isn't it interesting, though, that lots of times when we read the Bible, we come up with lists of things to do, things not to do, so we can be saved? It's very powerful that God put salvation in verse 15. Yes, and good works in at the end. Yeah, lifestyle. But these things in verse 16 impact that relationship with Jesus. I like when you say it impacts it. Because it's either going to bring us closer or further away. Just like our marriage relationship, there's things that I can do that would wound mm-hmm. our relationship. Mm-hmm. And if wounded too far... It will sever it. So the word of God is literally telling us how to get saved Keep and how to... Keep ourselves from, from that relationship being severed. Right. So it's not a either or, it's a both and. It's you use scripture to have good works... Because Jesus wants us to produce fruit. The things that we do or don't do impact how close we are to Jesus. And close to Jesus is the only way we're going to be saved.